but it took me a minute to be comfortable with where I was because I was looking at those other places and I was looking at those other podcasts and being like, okay, I'm not doing enough. I'm not, maybe I need to do some more. What are they doing? How are they getting the word out? And God had to remind me that I called you for this. You are, this is your assignment. Their assignment is their assignment. Your assignment is your assignment. And if you keep looking in your other lane, trying to get to where they are, you're going to miss whatever you're supposed to get here. Hey family, I'm Felicia and you're doing life with Lakeisha on Living Her Truth. Welcome to the Living Her Truth podcast, where we have honest conversations about what it means to live a purpose-driven life. I am your host, Lakeisha Wooder from LakeishaWooder.com, the place where women receive the tools necessary to feel seen, heard, and supported while pursuing their purpose. And now every week, you'll learn those same tools through candid and transparent conversations. Hey, family. Welcome to another episode. I am so excited that you are here. I don't take it lightly that you decided to hit that play button and spend about an hour of your time with me. So with that being said, I want you to know that I'm 100% invested in your self-awareness journey. So you better believe that every week I'm bringing my A game because I want to make sure that you have the tools that are necessary for living a more fulfilled and purpose-driven life. <sighs> I just had to take a break because I don't know about you, family, but it's been a lot. How are you doing? How are you doing, family? A lot has happened in the last few weeks, right? And for the first time ever, I don't know about you, but for the first time ever that I can think of, the majority of the world is focusing on the injustice that Black people have suffered for far too long. And some of you may feel the same way and you're probably wondering what can you possibly do to help with the fight against injustice, right? Well, my answer to you is to operate in your purpose. You're doing what God has called you to do is enough. And it's exactly what we need to continue to fight, to win the fight, and then maintain the results that we received from the fight. And I know what you're thinking. Really, Keisha? Like, that sounds really good, just operating my purpose. But I'm really not so sure. Well, my response to that thought is, don't let your self-doubts keep you from pursuing your purpose. Like, self-doubt is a real thing that holds people back, and that's me included, okay? Can you see my hand up, family? And because it's a real thing, we're going to have a conversation about how to destroy it. Now, family, let me take a moment to say that so far, the episodes this month have been so on point to what we're feeling and facing as a nation. And when I put together my schedule over five months ago, okay, my schedule for today, over five months ago, I had no idea that we were going to be in the middle of a pandemic and protesting. But because I continue to say yes to my purpose, every single day. I'm providing value, resources, and answers to people in their current season. And this is what it looks like when you are operating in purpose. 
This is why we need to be obedient to what it is God is asking us to do, because we don't know what's coming down the line. When we are in obedience to God's word, we are a part of his plan, preparing us for what's to come. All right. So I want to make sure to point that out because I want you to understand the importance of moving afraid, moving forward afraid and in spite of self-doubt. With that being said, let me introduce to you my sister friend, Felicia Wallace, the slain self-doubt expert. Felicia Wallace is a purpose empowerment coach and founder of Slain Self-Doubt LLC. Through her professional endeavors, she seeks to help women identify and conquer troubling doubts and insecurities. Her relatable coaching and mentoring style has created a space for security and comfort for her audiences, allowing women to freely be themselves to begin a beautiful transition. Her words of wisdom will empower and produce self-love, help others embrace who they're becoming and encourage them to step into their purpose. Family, please enjoy my conversation with Felicia Wallace. Felicia girl, thank you so much for saying yes to having this conversation with me today. Oh, you are welcome. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited for you to be here. So with every episode, I like to just talk about how I come to know the person that I am talking to. And this episode is no different. This conversation is so different. So how I come to know Felicia, funny story. So with having a podcast, one of the, the great ways to draw in listeners and to promote your podcast is to be guests on other people's podcasts. And Absolutely. I'm here to, you know, talking on other people's podcasts, right? And so I was doing research on just finding different podcasts that I can pitch myself to. And so I ran across a podcast called Slaying Self-Doubt and listened to a couple of episodes and was like, man, this will be a great podcast for me to um, have a conversation on. But at the time, I, it was just Felicia. It was just her talking and doing solo episodes. So I wasn't really sure because normally if a podcast is just solo episodes, that normally means that they don't necessarily bring going guests, right? True, and so true. I was just like, well, let me put her on a list anyway. So I had her, you know, on my list, put all the information down. I hadn't pitched her yet, but she was definitely on my list of, of people to, to pitch because I was going to sit on it and think about it. Because like I said, she was only doing solo episodes. And so um, getting together my pitch, but I'm also a part of a um, Facebook group um, for business entrepreneurs. And it's an accountability group. And it's a really, really great group. I absolutely love this, this group. Yes. And, uh, and, it's, and the people in the group are so supportive and so active. And so I'm going through the Facebook group. And I see this post of this, <laughs> of this woman who's like, you know, hey, I'm looking for guests to be on my podcast. And I'm like, that name is familiar <laughs> and so you know i'm like and she you know has i think you had a picture of your podcast of the logo or i something. think so yeah yeah and i'm like slaying yourself out i'm like where do i know that from <laughs> i know that from from somewhere and so um i think i may have commented on it commented on that on that i think so time. yeah i think you I, did i, think I commented on it 
And so in this particular um, Facebook group, there was, um, they do, we do challenges in this group. And one of the challenges was to pitch ourselves, right? Yep. So it was like a pitch competition. And so I go to my, my pitch list because the competition had, had started and I go to my pitch list and I'm like, <laughs> 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 that's where I know it from. She's on my pitch list. So I was just like, okay, so it is confirmed. I am going yep. to pitch her <laughs> to be on her podcast. <laughs> I know. That is so funny because I remember that that was the first thing that you said was like, I was already, I already was going to pitch you. And then this came up. I was like, really? I'm always like in awe when people say like, oh, I listen to uh, other than people that I know, you know, like you assume you're, well, you would assume that your family and friends would listen to it. But other than people that you are, you know, interacting with on a regular basis. But I was just like, you listen to me? You want to be on my podcast? <laughs> Yep, yep. Yeah. And I found the podcast just by literally doing um, random Google searches yep. on, on podcasts, the different podcasts that, you know, that's out there. Because I was looking, you know, specifically for um, podcasts where I can go and just, like, share my story, yeah. talk about, you know, self-awareness, because... I haven't gotten comfortable just yet. We're going on, you know, um, like business podcast, if you will, and mm -hmm. doing a transition, you know, over into it because I know living her truth, we talk about business, but yeah. not really talk about business. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? Um, so when I ran across the, your, your podcast, Slaying Self-Doubt, I'm like, oh, that's a no-brainer. Of course. <laughs> right. Of course. It makes so much sense. And um and our podcast and the conversations that we have are so aligned. And you guys just in case yes, you know, yes, I've already recorded the, the episode is going to is going to drop. So yes, I've already been on her podcast because I pitched her and she said yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I think your episode was uh, probably it's like three weeks ago because it was during uh March, right before all of this stuff. With COVID kind of happened, it was, I want to say it's the second week of, uh, second week of March, but yeah, I love the conversation. I was like, so excited, like talking to you the whole time. I just, I, I got so much joy out of it. And then I was just like, oh, she got a podcast too. And so I was just like, let me go ahead and pitch her back. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And sent the, sent the perfect pitch. So I'm going to have to yeah. put the, the link in the, in the show notes so you can go over to Slaying Self Doubt and hear my episode on her podcast. Yes, yes. It was a great episode. Yeah, yeah. So tell us, how did you get on the path of helping women with self-doubt? Like, how did that even start? Uh, so for me, it started because I was trying to help myself in the first place. Um, I had gotten to a point in my life where I just really was wanting more and I felt like I needed a change and I felt like I needed some empowerment and encouragement. And it's very interesting how um, God works is that he will use your situation and your story and your testimony to be able to empower other women. Hey family, so real quick, I wanted to pop in and share some exciting news with you. The Living Out Truth podcast has received its first donation and we are so excited and overjoyed about it. Family, you guys have been showing up, showing out, and just 
pouring in the support. And we are so overwhelmed, so blessed, and so appreciative of you. And I needed to take a moment to say thank you. Just in case you had no idea that you can support the Living Up True podcast through a monetary donation, I want to let you know, yes, you can. All you have to do is go to the show notes of any episode and click on the donate button to give your monetary donation. Whatever God places on your heart to give is exactly what we will receive. And we just thank you for your kindness. Now, back to the conversation. I actually started Slaying Self-Doubt. Slaying Self-Doubt actually started as a small group within my church. It was literally called something else at first, um, but I was uh, volunteered to be a small group leader. So in my profession... Wait, wait, wait. Did you say volunteered? Yes, I was volunteered. Actually, and, and on top of that, I was volunteered on a meeting I wasn't even at. I was absent that day and came back and somebody said, oh, we recommended you to be a small group leader. I said, well, where was I? They was like, oh, you wasn't here that day. I was like, how you going to? They was like, but well, we voted. The group voted who should be a, and they voted me. And I was just like, okie dokie. So, um, I gotta, I gotta the, use that Felicia, volunteered. Okay. I, listen, so, um, What's interesting about that is that um, even in my professional career, I'm a, I was a leader. And so um, it's kind of like a- every situation I kind of been in, it would be like leadership or a coach role or something like that. So it wasn't too far-fetched that they thought it would be me. I just didn't think that I was ready for that type of leadership. Because when you talk about leading people in small group, you're talking about your, you know, um, spirituality and you're talking about your growth and where you are. And as far as I was concerned, I felt like I was still very uh, young in my faith walk a little bit, um, just because I wasn't actively pursuing it. Like I was doing the normal things, but I wasn't like what I would assume to be like somebody who's like spiritually mature to be teaching other women, but you know, God put it on me. So I did it. I actually, it was, like I said, the group was called something completely different. And then, um, in January of 2017, God was like, you're going to use the name Slaying Self-Doubt. And I was just kind of like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I didn't know exactly what that meant. Um, and so I changed the name of the group. And I also started a Facebook page. I mean, Instagram page. I didn't put anything on it, but I just started the page and changed the name of the group. I changed the name of the group. All of the original members left. And then I got 12 new people, new women, just in a matter of like two weeks. And I was just like, okay. Like I had already been with those girls a couple of months and they all, when the name changed, they went away. And these next, those other women came a part of it. Um, And so I started with that and they all said the same thing. It was the name, it was the name. And so I wasn't really sure how it was going to be, but as I've, that was three years ago. So in the last three years, I have um, now, uh, I have three small groups. I'm actually a coach of some leaders as well. And in the midst of that is where Slaying Self-Doubt, the business and the podcast came to. So it really started with, um, it really started with small groups. So I always tell them, y'all are my original village because I was doing this scared and nervous and 
you know, the Lord, the way the Lord works, I just, I, I, I couldn't have seen it coming. I just thought I was just supposed to be a small group leader. And he was like, yep, you're going to do that and this, and this, and this. <laughs> I love that. Everything you just said, all I heard was purpose and self-awareness. Yes. Because so many of us think that uh, or so many people, because I know I've, I've embraced my purpose, but so many people feel as though they need to find their purpose. And I'm mm -hmm. always constantly telling people, it's not that you need to find it, you need to embrace it. There are yeah. walls and safeguards that's up that's blocking you from really like embracing it and truly seeing what it is, because you were already operating in purpose. Yes, because that's the reason why you were voluntold. Uh -huh. <laughs> to be in that position right so you was already operating purpose and see that's the thing we want purpose to be this glorified yeah. you know, huge just beyonce jump out level. at you yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah beyonce level type thing and that may not be what it is for you and that's right completely okay and then i hear self-awareness in there because self-awareness you guys is twofold the first half of self-awareness is knowing who you are your internal mm -hmm. personal prefaces resources intuitions values and priorities right but it's also yep. you know knowing how other people see you and it's not necessarily how other people see you in a negative light but other people yeah. can see your talents and skills better than you can. Yeah, like, yes, you they can. You've always been in leadership roles, but not to this particular level because you knew you exactly. was, it was a, a baby when it came to your faith and your relationship with God. So you thought that you wasn't ready for that. But other yeah. people saw something in you that yes, let them absolutely. know that you are ready for it, right? Yeah. So the, the, the question is, you know, when we're faced with that is whether or not we're going to answer the call. And luckily for you, you answered the call because yeah. once again, you guys, the reason why we need to answer the call, because we don't know what God is planning and what he has up under his sleeve. Because yeah. when she started off, she had a, one group of women, but when it turned to slay self-doubt and she was answered the call and was starting to move according to the call that God had put on her life, he cleared out that group and gave her a yep. whole new group of women. So there's no telling yep. why you needed to be positioned in front of those particular 12 women. It just, it just yeah, I always power. say, so you, you have no idea. And on top of that, I always tell, um, so now I'm at 25 women who are under me in a mm -hmm. small group. And then I also lead nine other women who lead their own groups. Um, but I always tell them, and one of the things that, um, it's a daily thing. So it's not like as soon as it, it clicks, you just like, oh, yep, I'm living in my purpose. And that's that. It's a, it's a journey. But I tell you, you do not know what who is attached to your purpose so if i'm not doing what i'm supposed to do someone else is not getting from me what they need and i mean that's a heavy heavy thing to have to understand and deal with but every day god reminds me that this is where i'm supposed to be he confirms all the time that uh you're supposed to do this this is where you are supposed to be at even when you talk about the pictures and how we met i was petrified about pitch and pray because i 
I I don't like asking people for help. I don't like asking people for anything. And so to actually have to put myself out there, like, oh my gosh, when I tell you the anxiety I had the day I just sat down and was like, okay, you're going to write these emails and you just go, go ahead and do it. And you just go get it done. And I just was like, just go, 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 go. And even when I received some pitches, I still was just like, oh, somebody, somebody thought of me. Somebody else thought of me. You know, when you said you thought of me, like it was just like, okay, this goes both ways. And so when I think about where I started to where I am right now, I'm like, you're right. Had I not answered the call, I life would be completely different and I'm I'm grateful every day that each call that he's given me in each season I've said yes to you know because that's the hardest time sometimes it's um sometimes it's as simple as starting a small group right sometimes it's bigger than that and you know a part of my journey was one of my calls was to come come home and to leave my nine to five and be full-time focused on slaying self-doubt and I and when he called me to come home, I was like, you do know it ain't a business, right? It's just a podcast. Like, what you want me to come home to do? Like, I'm not really sure. But he told me, I cannot grow you here. You have to come out of there in order to do this. And that was 10 months ago. And so I'm still just like, oh, I'm in awe every day of like, I only really asked for three months, right? Because of course I had to tell my husband, like, you know, the Lord told me to come home, but I'm gonna be here like three months. I asked, I asked him for three. I got six, and then I'm like, I was thinking six, but I'm like, we almost at a year, and I'm still, we are still, God is still providing, things are still happening, we're moving in a forward direction that we both can see where this is going. That it's like, I had to answer that call. I had to get out of that situation to get here. So no, you're right. It has everything to do with answering a call and the self-awareness because I have, I had to know that I have it in me. And I remember, and I use what you, I remember you telling me this and there's a reminder every day that there's power in my voice. Yes. And so I tell myself that every single morning there's power. Cause that's what I'm using right now. I'm using my voice. I'm using my platform. I'm using what God put in me to be able to touch other people's lives. And especially right now, just, in this season like it's what's needed you know and so I just keep every day I just like Lord use me you know that's what I'm here for that is what I'm here for use me and thank you yes I'm so happy that you said that purpose is a journey that you work on every single day because your purpose I think there's an evolution to it right yeah so the the core which your purpose is doesn't change but it can evolve right it it can evolve Mm -hmm. And it's something that we need to work on every single day. And I want people to really hear what Felicia just said, because don't get it twisted. Like Felicia has a whole bunch of downloads because I had to even reach out to her and be like, dang girl, (laughs) those many downloads in such a, in in such a short period of of, of time, you know, because I'm a, a newbie to, to the podcast. But, you know, she hasn't reached a million downloads yet, but look at how much God has blessed her and has used her with what she has done right now in this moment. I think a lot of times, you know, we, we get so caught up in the fact that we're not doing things on a massive scale Uh and 
something that I talked about in my little small personal um, Bible study group because um, I had to, you know, I battled with that a little bit, you know, because God was calling me to speak, but I was speaking at these you know, in front of these small audiences. Yeah. When I say small, I mean like under a thousand. So I haven't got to a point where I've been in a room speaking to three and five and 10,000 people yet. Yeah. You know, and so, um, you know, I was feeling, starting to feel bad about that. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to, I know I got millions tied to me. Like where are my millions at? Yeah. But it's like, but for right now, maybe I need to just focus on the one or I'm yeah. just focused on the 300 or just focus on the 500. Like, I yeah. Pour into them accordingly yeah. so they can get what it is that they need so they can be able to pay it forward. So I guess that's my long-winded way of saying don't despise your small beginnings. Yeah, yeah. Because like Felicia said, you never know who is tied to your journey. Yeah. So if you skip steps, it's a possibility that somebody is not going to get what it is that they need. Cause this is a Absolutely. domino effect. You guys we're connected. Yeah. It's a, it's a domino. It's a domino effect, you know? And I would also say that, um, even in what you saying that, like, I've, I, I know some other people who started the podcast, the same, like somebody, one, um, podcast I listened to, they started literally the day after me. Another one started like a week before different and where we are, like some of them are like in the hundred thousand. Some of them are in, you know, in the hundreds, you know, I, in March, I did a crack 10,000 downloads and I was super excited about it, but it took me a minute to be comfortable with where I was because I was looking at those other places and I was looking at those other podcasts and being like, okay, I'm not doing enough. I'm not, maybe I need to do some more. What are they doing? How are they getting the word out? And God had to remind me that I called you for this. You are, this is your assignment. Their assignment is their assignment. Your assignment is your assignment. And if you keep looking in your other lane, trying to get to where they are, you're going to miss whatever you're supposed to get here. Because what I had to realize is that my journey wasn't just about the podcast right it was about the podcast it was about being able to coach other women it was about the small groups that I still have it was about a bigger bigger plan that I was so focused on just this one thing that it was discouraging me in a way that I was like oh maybe I should stop maybe I shouldn't do this maybe I shouldn't do that and it was like just go back to like I had my mentor tell me go back to where you started. Why did you start this whole journey in the first place? What is the, basically, what was the last thing that God told you to do? And it was the podcast. And so I just said, you put your effort into the podcast and you just do that. It is going to reach who it's supposed to reach, period. If it don't reach 10,000, that's fine. If it don't reach 100,000, that's fine too. But the lives that it is changing, that also matters, you know? And so when you talk about talking, you know, in a live audience, like, again, that gives me anxiety. Like I, I wouldn't even, want, I wouldn't even want to do that. Even though I know that's something that eventually he, he's already shown me that's where you'll be. I'm like, I don't want to do that right now. I'm okay being behind this microphone and <laughs> just talking in my living room. I'm okay with that, you know, but you have to be mindful that you're 300, right? Mm-hmm. In someone else's, that's a lot for me. Like, I'm like, golly, you're talking to 500 women at one time, you know, like, 
I, I, that would be something that would be achievable for me. So mm-hmm. I think that if we, we say we don't, um, we don't compare. And I think it's just about, I think comparing is healthy because you got to know what your competition is doing, or you have to know what people in your industry are doing so that you can. Or even know what's, what's possible. Yeah. Well, right. To be able to know what's possible and to know where you could actually go if that's the direction you want to go in. But I think that we have to be able to do that without minimizing what we've already done. If you, as long, whatever you're doing is, is for you, period. That's it. And you can't, don't let nobody else tell you that it's not enough or don't let yourself, you know, um, let that self-doubt that self-doubt creep creep in because all it takes is that one time for you to see one post when somebody says oh they they did this and then you be like man see I don't even know why I'm still doing this see they already got that and that's where I'm trying to be at and then you spend a whole week doubting yourself if this is even your cola and I'm I'm speaking from experience girl that'd be my life I'm listening from experience okay (laughs) I'd be like, oh man, but I had to really just have the confidence in what God called me to do. And I say, if he want me to get more, he'll find it because he's done everything else. Everything else that he's called me to do, he figured out the people, like you said, he figured out the people that needed to be in my group. He figured out the people that I would, when I did eventually start having people on my podcast, I, I was intentional about that. It just wasn't just going to be anybody. Like I needed people to be vulnerable about their story because I'm telling you my my life story you getting all my business you can't come on my show and be fluffy like that's not it's not gonna work for me because that's not what we're doing here this is a journey and people need to see the vulnerability we see enough filtered stuff every day as it is this this your show my show is a a way for people to realize they are not by themselves. They are not the only people going through these things. And it's not, it doesn't go away just like that. No, today's a good day. Tomorrow may be a horrible day. Okay. Mm -hmm. You just keep going. You just keep going. So how do we, how do we know the difference between when we are experiencing self-doubt and when we're not operating in purpose. And the reason why I ask this question, right, and, and what the difference is, because I truly believe that if we are not operating in purpose, first off, there's going to be difficulty regardless, right? We're going to run through some trials and tribulations. But yeah. I truly believe that when we're operating outside of purpose, we run into a little bit more than what's probably originally planned for us, Yeah. right? And yeah. so when we run into unnecessary, you know, roadblocks, it can cause self-doubt because of that. Right. So how can we tell the difference from when we are ex- just experiencing natural self-doubt from, okay, we're just operating outside of alignment? Um, so I would say personally, I would, I would say this. I think self-doubt is when you're operating in self-doubt is when you know in your gut that you're supposed to be doing it. And you are literally talking yourself out of it. And talking yourself out of it is, um, you don't have to say it out loud. Some of it is is putting it off. Procrastination is self-doubt. I know God is asking me to do this, or I know I'm supposed to do that, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm not going to do it right now. Or if you say, I don't really need to do this. Do I have to, is it when you're, it's when you're questioning 
if you're supposed to do whatever this thing is. So like for me, I put it into um, uh, an example. So when I had to start, when I knew that I was still going to start um, the podcast in general, um, I was already talking because I told you I was already doing mm -hmm. um, uh, small groups. Mm -hmm. um, when he called me to do podcasting, I was like, I don't think I want to do that. Like, I don't know if I'm really supposed to, but it kept coming up. Every single time something would happen, it kept coming. Like, I don't care if I was looking at TV. I don't care if I was listening to, I listened to a lot of podcasts, but it felt like in that season, I was hearing a lot of people or like preachers or certain things would come up. It was like, you know, you know, you hear people say, write the book, you know, or like stop the business. I kept hearing stop the podcast, stop the podcast. And it would just be like, it's so random. Like why? If, if, if you'll get reminders that that's the thing that you're supposed to be doing. And I think self-doubt creeps in when you start to tell yourself the reasons why you can't do it, right? There's nothing stopping you. It's just you are stopping yourself. When you're operating outside of your purpose is when you start doing the opposite of what it is or something completely different. So, hey, I started a YouTube channel. Or had I said, well, I'm going to do Facebook lives. I'm going to do, and you, you fill it with busyness. You do everything else except for that thing. That is operating outside of your purpose. And you'll know that because it don't work. Everything you try to do outside of what he told you to do, it's not going to work. It ain't going to work for you. That You ain't going to get no listeners, no views. It's not, you know, you're not going to be able to, and you're not understanding why. Why isn't this working? It's not working because it's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be doing A and you say, oh, I'm going to leave A over here and I'm going to just go do B. Sometimes it's just being comfortable, right? Like you could operate outside your purpose just because walking in your purpose is uncomfortable. It's supposed to be. So mm -hmm. instead you do the comfortable thing, right? And you say, well, I'm going to just, instead of me doing that, I'm going to do this instead. And I think that comes with self-awareness of being able to know the difference between the two because now in this season I know when I'm operating in the beginning I probably didn't know but I'm very clear about when I'm operating outside of my purpose and with when, when self-doubt is is picking up like it does for me it doesn't take much for me it's a thought really quickly and I notice myself backtracking and I'd be like, well, I don't really have to do that today. I mean, I know God told me to do it or I might write it down and then I'd be like, no, nah, I'm gonna hold off on it and it's like I said it's procrastination when I'm operating outside of my purpose I just go do something completely different and nothing works and then I'm frustrated I'm overwhelmed my anxiety goes up and it'd be like sis you're not doing what you're supposed to do so <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> that busyness would get you every single time yes being like super super busy because even before we really just started recording for the podcast i was telling you how i took a mental sabbatical mm -hmm. right because i got so so busy with with ast and then i just felt myself going from one busy wave to the next busy wave and before yeah. that next busy wave came up i said you know what i'm going to like take a pause right here, right? And yeah. just a sabbatical. And I'm so glad that I did <clears throat> because I was able to, you know, really get clear on the fact that <clears throat> I'm not really clear on what I want next or mm. what I want. You guys, <clears throat> you have to understand 
I'm not a millionaire yet. Okay. Let's just, let's, let me just be clear on that. On that right now, I'm not a millionaire yet. AST is not a billion dollar business just yet. I mm-hmm. haven't reached my 1 million downloads on the podcast, you know, yet. Hubby and I haven't traveled all, all around the world yet. However, even though these things haven't happened yet, when I tell you I have done everything in my life that I have wanted to do. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Even like completely embracing and operating my purpose. And I'm not saying this in a bracketalicious type of way. I'm just saying it because I finally was able to slow down enough to get clear on the fact that I have done everything. So yeah. now I need to do an, uh, an, uh, an adjustment to figure out, okay, God, what's the next step? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been on TV. I've been on radio. I've been in magazines as it relates to AST. So yeah. what's next? Yeah. So I'm at a, I'm at a point where, and, and I, you know, start off by saying I'm not a millionaire and ASC is not a billion dollar business yet because I want you guys to see and understand that for me, those things are not important mm-hmm. in order for me to see myself and my life as a success. Yeah. And, and for me to see, okay, now it's time to, to grow and it's time for me to reconnect with God to see, okay, God, so where are we going next? Yeah. What's next for me to do? But when you are filling your stuff up with with busyness yeah it's hard for you to it's hard for you to see that because i was about to go down a road yeah that even though it was um related to ast but that doesn't mean it was in in purpose and in alignment with what i'm supposed to do with ast mm-hmm. hope you guys caught that you know because you can be busy setting all these goals to do what it is that you think you should be doing, but that doesn't mean that it's necessarily in alignment. Because like yeah. even Felicia with the YouTube video, she yep. I mean she could have done a YouTube channel talking about slaying self doubt, which is probably what she would have done, but it still was out of alignment, right? Yep. So and then I would say that to say also like that doesn't mean those things are not going to come, right? You have to do things in order in when order. you are out of order everything is jumbled up you know so when you start when people start businesses or they start a new venture or when you walk into your purpose i am very clear about where slant self-doubt ends because prior to god giving me the start he gave me the ending i saw that three years before slant self-doubt even entered into my mind even before i was volunteered to be a small i still remember to this day it was my second wedding anniversary and we were driving to atlantic city and I told my husband this vision I kept having and I was like, and this happens and da 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 da. And I was telling him, he was just like, oh, okay. And I was just like, I don't know why, but I keep having the same vision. Then three years later, slaying self-doubt happens. And so as I'm like watching, I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> and so I'm just like, all of this is in alignment. So sometimes you see the bit and we're, sometimes you give in the bigger picture and so we're rushing to try to hurry up and get to the finish line but like you said earlier you're skipping steps and if you out of order it will mess everything up because you won't be able to get the things that you're supposed to get the connections you're supposed to make because there are people you're supposed to meet on this journey and if you at step 10 and you miss the people at three five and seven by the time you get to 15, you're going to be like, well, what am I supposed to do here? Because the people that you needed 
are still back at three, five, and seven. And then that's how you find people that got to start over. Like, or they say, oh, I thought this was what I was supposed to do, but I must not. Right. No, you just was out of order because you was doing it in your own strength. And um, secondly, when you start talk about rest, rest is important. Um, I tell my small group members all the time, rest and my clients, like rest is not just about sleep. You have, in order for when you truly, truly rest, everything is open. Your hands, your heart, your mind. That is the, that is when God is pouring into you. And you can't, if you are filled up, if your hands are full, if your heart is full, if your mind is full, you can't receive anything that he given you because you already got other stuff in your hands. So you have to be able to give yourself that time to be able to really see so God can tell you what's next. But that's also if you did the last thing that he told you to do. So I tell people all the time, you keep getting the same message. It's because you didn't finish, finish the assignment. You got to finish the assignment first. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You got to finish the assignment first. Yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but I hate repeating the same thing over and over again. Man, oh, listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very okay. Because I always say, I got I gotta, there's something I need to take away from it, but it's just yeah. more. Like, did we just do this already? <laughs> yes oh my god this is i i get it that's how i yes. felt when i decided uh not to go back to to law school and so mm-hmm. i took time off to do some self-discovery to figure out what my what my purpose is yeah lord i was already operating purpose yeah but you know i kept bumping my head because i'm going after all these different things you know i started a photography business and then i started looking into investing in a laundry mat and then it was like a bed and breakfast I wanted to do. And it's just like, and God just like, are you done? Are you finished? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you finished or not? <laughs> okay, God. Okay. Okay. I hear yes. you. I heard you. Let's, let's do this. And things just started falling into place. Like literally mm-hmm. just started falling mm-hmm. into place and just started to, to snowball. And, and, and don't get tripped up on what I'm saying to think that there was no roadblocks, you know, I didn't fall. I didn't stumble because a lot happened, even though the ball was rolling, yeah. a lot happened in that time, you know, yeah. but, um, but things started to, but things was falling into place and things just felt good. It felt natural. And it just felt right. Yeah. Like, yes, this is that's, what that, that's peace. That is peace. That's what that is. When you are operating in alignment, you have a peace about even in the uncomfortable times. Like I said, right now, I'm, you know, I'm not working a full-time job. I'm also not making any money at this present time. Some of it is because I haven't gotten all the way to the, you know, full fullness of my products and the things, my services that I want to offer, um, which I know those things will come. But I'm at peace. I enjoy what I do every single day. I enjoy just the learning, the new things about myself, the things that I didn't think that I knew how to do, the creativity that I have, the like the plans that he's giving me. And I'm like, when it's time, like you said, the ball will start rolling. But I'm I'm operating in order. Like, you know, so I've had people who've come to me in good, you know, with good intentions of like, oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do that. Oh, you. And if I started that thing that they suggested versus what God is telling me to do, 
again, I'd be operating out of order. But now that I'm doing it in the order that he wants me to, when when that light switch flips on, and he's like, okay, now let's go. Guess what? I'm gonna be prepared because I prepare. I, you have to lay the foundation first for anything that you're going to do. Because when he when he's ready to use you. You got to be able to have some strong footing because that thing going to be like you, you're not going to be able, you're not going to expect all of the goodness that comes out of it. You're going to be in disbelief. And so you got to be ready for it to be able to like, like you said, stuff going to come at you. But when it, when you are operating in purpose, more good things come than bad. And even the, the technically bad stuff is meant to make you stronger so it's not it's, it's a lesson that you have to learn in it so that you don't have to go through it again you know you just got to make sure you catch it first time. <laughs> absolutely you know what you what you were saying made me think about a uh video that i watch um on instagram with patrice washington you guys if you've been following this podcast this far you know who patrice washington is she's episode number three so go check out episode number three on the podcast. But she's somebody that I've been following for a long time. And so um, she hopped on Instagram and, and did a video. And she talked about how um, some of us, she was like saying that there's a lot of coaches out here just saying that, you know, you need to charge $5,000 for your packages or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And so there's a lot of people who are doing that, but don't feel confident in doing it. And she was just like, it's because that, you haven't done the legwork mm -hmm. to justify the outcome that somebody will mm -hmm. believe, you know, that's $5,000 worthy enough. Yeah, yeah. Like you haven't built that confidence yet in, in your mind that you are offering a product or service, you know, that would give people uh, a transformation or give them the value that they need where they'll be willing to pay the $5,000. So it, so when you was talking about, you know, how you're not making any money yet, but you're doing, you're doing the work. It made me think about Patrice because what she said is so true. You have to do the work, do the work yeah. first, build up that confidence, you know, yeah. um, master, master your skills. So that way yep. when it's time to say, you know, and I'm just using $5,000 because that's what she's talked about in the video. So when it's time mm -hmm. for you to throw that $5,000 price on whatever product or service that you're offering, yep. there is no self-doubt. There is no doubt yeah. about whether yeah. or not it's worth the $5,000. Yeah. Because yep. the work. Yep. Yep. And then if you... Because we don't want to do the work. Yeah. On top of the fact that if you in doing the work means that you've actually technically already been doing it. Right. So when I talk about uh, even before it was necessarily your purpose. So um, I remember speaking to somebody one time and they were talking about their services and what they were offering and they were going to do a collaboration with another um, set of people who do also like event type stuff and she was just saying like well I don't really know because um, you know they've been doing this for this amount of time and this person's well known in the community and I was just kind of like well hold on if I remember correctly your very first event was in 1999 right and she was just like well yeah I guess and so I'm like and this 2020 I'm so I don't care how I don't care how it looked. I don't care if you was an assistant. You did it. You did it. And so every time that you've done it, I don't care how big it was, how small it was. 
You put that on your resume. I used to tell my staff, every time I ask you to do something, if it's outside of your job description, make sure you write that on your resume. Write it down as a skill. That is your proof that you've done the work. So sometimes we're looking at us to be have done the work right now in this season. No, if you have ever, when I think about um, coaching and giving empowerment, I've been doing it. I mean, I could say all my life, but I can say officially, I've been doing it from since early 2000, right? So I could I could confidently say I've been empowering women for the last 20 years, right? And I have people that I know that I'm connected to that I can say, hey, how have I empowered you? It doesn't have to be a client. It doesn't have to be somebody who paid you for their, your services. You are already doing the work. Sometimes people don't realize everything you need, you already have. It's already in your hand and you're looking for something else or someone else to tell, you know, add that, add this, add that. No, you have everything you need already in your hands and you're already doing it. You just got to open your eyes and, and embrace it. Like you were saying earlier, you have to embrace what it is that you're being called to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and it's so funny that, that you say that. And this is something that I shared on the podcast as well. Go back to the very first episode because I talked about it. You know, I had a venting session with a friend because I literally had sat down with somebody to brainstorm how to get them up out of their, out of their, out of their job because they wanted to do something different because it wasn't necessarily, you know, operating from a place of purpose. Like, so we sat down and we strategized mm-hmm. with a whole strategy. And I had a venting session with the friend and I'm just like you know why can I do this for everybody else but I can't do it for myself and it was my girlfriend who was just like well Keisha you know you always helping somebody out you're so resourceful you have so much knowledge and information you need to figure out a way to track you know the results that you help people with package it up and sell it and it was Mm -hmm. that comment that got my wheels to turn in to make me say, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like what does that even, even yep. mean? But it mm-hmm. got me on, on track for eventually, you know, starting AST. You have to go to the, to the very first episode of the podcast, you know, to go into it. Cause I don't want to rehash it all out. Cause it's a long story. But again, that's, that's proof to what you just said that yeah. I was already operating in purpose because that was something because mm-hmm. he wasn't the first one and she wasn't right. the first one obviously because I have a business around it now but she wasn't the first one I had been doing that all while I was going through law school I was yeah. you know I was doing that like people at the corporate jobs where I would work they would come to me and be like you know Keisha you know can can you help me to um, put together like a presentation because I want to ask for a raise. I've been working here for 13, 14 years and I don't know how to mm-hmm. act. So we'll sit down and put together like a whole plan. I have been doing all this, operating in purpose, yeah. you know, and not really seeing it and recognizing it, but that's where self-awareness come in. That second part of self-awareness come in because somebody yeah. pointed out to me that, hey, not only is this a, 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 a talent, a strength, and a skill and you're good at it, but people will pay for that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. "Hmm, Okay. (laughs) But you know, it, that was over a, what, 10 year time span from the time I decided Mm. that I wasn't going to go back to law school to the time I I started AST. 10 years, you guys. I don't think I've shared on the podcast. 10 years. So don't think all this happened overnight. 
Because it nope, did. It does not. And yeah. before I went to law school, I was operating in purpose. Because if you know my story, you know I started speaking about sexual abuse and sharing my story of survival sexual abuse at 18 when I was in college. So mm-hmm. I have been doing this for all. So when people say that, you know, it, it takes 15 and 20 years for a person to be an overnight success, like that's real talk. I've been doing yeah. it for, for a long time. I've been speaking for a long time because even with my speaker coach, like what you told your friend who went back to 1999 with the event, because even my speaker coach was just like, girl, if you don't put, tell people that you've been speaking since you was 18, because you've been speaking since you was 18. Yeah. Like that's Absolutely. That Absolutely. <laughs> That count. And but that's what that's where the self-doubt comes in when you're like, huh, I'm not really doing it. And it's like, yes, you are. You, you are. over you were already doing it. I don't care if you and that person was an event planner. I was like, I don't care if you put on a five-year-old's birthday party. That is an event. If somebody called you and asked you for your help in designing anything, putting anything together, I'm like, I remember her going to uh, um somebody else's wedding one time and apparently something happened with that person's coordinator for that day or whatever it just was not a good setting she ended up as a guest taking it on and went and just helped the person out and so I'm like even in though I was like that wasn't even that that's how you know when you do it for free and that's what people say if it's something that burdens you or you are willing to do it for free and it brings you joy that is your purpose that is what you were created to do that thing that nobody else can do but you and when you do it and you put your hands on it people are like man wow i you know, i could never do that how do you do that i don't understand what you know yada yada, yada. i'm so grateful that i talked to you when i think about those things i think about um you know uh y- you know like when you do it i i think about you i know one thing that um i had a clarity session one time um with somebody who told me to ask about 10 people or more, 10 to 15 people, Mm -hmm. um, what do you do really, really well? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay. You know, so I went through high school girlfriends, college, work associates, my previous supervisors, family members, supervisors, my spouse, like all different types of people. And it was amazing to me that everybody pretty much said the same thing, that I was a great listener. I gave great advice. I was um, encouraging. I came across as very non-judgmental. And I was just like, me? <laughs> but it was all powerful stuff. And then my coach was able to tell me, okay, after we break these things down, these are the things that you are good at. These are the areas that you need to focus on. And once I looked at it, I was like, I'm already doing those things. I'm already, these are people who, who haven't necessarily needed my services or needed anything from me, but they could see it. So I would encourage people to reach out to the people around you and ask them, what do I do really, really well? Like when you think of me, what is it that you think like she would be, or he would be really good at doing this and see what they say. Sometimes you're already doing it. You just don't know it. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and also ask people too, uh, the opposite of that, like, what do you, how do you see me 
Like, what do you see in me when I get into, when I get in my own way? Like, you know, uh, sometimes, that's a good one. Yeah. Cause sometimes we don't see that as, see that as mm-hmm. well. And I mean, cause we need that constructive criticism too, in order to yeah. better improve ourselves and in order to really know why we act the way we act or think the way that we think and things like that, because we just, we just, we're just not, um, aware sometimes right that's what a self-aware and i think yeah and i think the other part to that is that that, back to your original question that you ask that question especially to like the top five people that you vent to Mm -hmm. they would be able to tell you what self-doubt looks like because those people are the people that are talking you out of whatever it is that you're talking yourself out of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So if you talk to that person, they're going to be the one to say, okay, every time we have a conversation, these are the things that you say, this is how you say you're feeling. And so you write those things down so that when you're doing it, you can say, oh, that's self-doubt talking. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This, that's my anxiety showing up. That's my nervousness showing up. That's me, my imposter syndrome showing up. And those people will be able to tell you what that looks like because self-doubt is exactly that. It's yourself. But sometimes we don't see it. We think it's rationalized, rationalized, like us being rational about whatever the situation is or us thinking through. I just want to run this past you real quick. Tell me what you think. You already know why. Why are you running it past people? You already know. You just want them to help you talk you out of it or talk you into it. (laughs) So I I don't, you know, so it's like, check with yourself first. Like, is this, what's the facts about this? What is real about this situation right now? Am I supposed to, can I do this? If the answer is yes, then, you know, do it. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. Just do it. I mean, it. it's easier said than done, but, you know, just do it. It is. <laughs> it is. But if y'all need help, you know, with self-awareness, hit me up and self-doubt, hit up Felicia, because that's what we got. <laughs> That's right. You, we got you. We got you. We got you covered. <laughs> but this has been a, an amazing conversation, friend. Oh, yes, I know. I know. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Absolutely. absolutely. But before, before we end it, give us okay. an audible recommendation uh, or, or a book recommendation, but I'm addicted to Audible, so I love Audible, that of a, of a book that you have read or listened to that has impacted your life in a positive way. Um, so I will say, actually, I'll give you two. Um, so the first one is called um, A Confident Heart by Renee Swoop. I think that's the last name. Um, it was the very first book that I read about self-doubt and just listening, I mean, reading her words at that moment I realized I'm not by myself (laughs) and I'm not crazy like that was like it it, it was like a light bulb went off um and the second book I would say would be um Don't Settle for Safe by Sarah (laughs) Jake Roberts um I have another one but I like those I like those two that one really helped me to process some things and then during that season I was struggling with forgiveness and there was a portion of her book where she talked about forgiveness and we had to write this prayer and insert people's names into it and I had about like 20 names that I had so I I was writing for a minute because I had to write those prayers out to receive and ask for full forgiveness myself Um, and so um, those two books definitely I find myself like kind of thinking back to some of the things that these women have said that's just like okay 
no, you got this. These are the things that you need to do. And this is what kind of like, you know, propelled me forward. You know what? I, I, I laughed and giggled because you're probably the fifth person who has recommended Don't Settle for Safe. And it's so good. Maybe, it's, it is, it's a good book. Cause I, I have it on Audible. I've listened to it too. It really is a, a good book. I love Sarah Jakes Roberts. I probably need to do like a podcast panel episode on just that book alone. Maybe I need to do yeah, that. Yeah. Bring back, you know, some of the guests, you and some of the other women who have suggested this book so we can just like talk about it because this yeah. book is constantly coming up. So you guys definitely check the Audible Recommendations link in the show notes and get the book. If you have been following my podcast and listen to every episode, you know I ain't lying. This is probably the fifth time somebody <laughs> has recommended this, this book. So if you have heard this book recommendation for the fifth time and you have yet to read the book. You got to read the, the book. book. I'm going to need you to read and listen to the book because obviously God is trying to get it to somebody, get the message yeah. to somebody that they need to read this book. So yes, yes. You need to read the book. I probably just need to do a podcast episode on the book <laughs> for sure. <laughs> to get into this book. <laughs> yes, it's, it is it is really, really good. But last question. So when describing the meaning of living your truth, I want you to complete this phrase. What is your third word when you hear these two words put together? Okay. Okay. Self-awareness, purpose, and intentional. Okay, I like that. I like that because um, I, yeah, that, that brings I feel like together. I'll, yeah, because I think you have to be intentional about self awareness, and you have to once you're in your purpose, you have to be intentional about your purpose. Um, and so, every step of the way, there has to be some intentionality in it, or you'll just get lost in the sauce. And I've been lost in the souls long enough. So I have to be intentional about, you know, really understanding where I am during the seasons that I'm in it. So yeah, intentional. I love that. That's, that's good. I, I agree 100%. You have to be intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Every single day. You have to be intentional. Every single day. Mm-hmm. It'd be hard, but you got to do it every day. <laughs> friend, my friend for life. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You are amazing. Thank you. Family, there were so many nuggets in this conversation. So please, 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 please go back, listen again, and this time take notes. If you have any further questions that need answering about overcoming doubts and insecurities, you can reach out to me shoot me an email at info at LakeishaWoodard.com. That's info at L-A-K-I-T-I-A-W-O-O-D-A-R-D.com. Make sure you send me an email so I can help you out. I'm very, very sincere about making sure that you are supported while pursuing your purpose. And the best way for me to do just that is opening up the lines of communication, okay? Now, in the meantime, I want you to work on being comfortable in your own skin. I want you to work on loving the body you're currently living in because it's very important to the pursuit of your purpose. In case you have no idea how to do this or what the heck I'm talking about, because how do you go from, you know, slaying self-doubt to, you know, being comfortable in my own skin? I want you to come back next week so we can talk about it. 
I had a really, really good conversation with someone who has truly accepted the skin that she in and built a business doing so. And it's going to be a really good conversation and I don't want you to miss it. So please come back next week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast every week. If you need support on your self-awareness journey, then head over to LakeishaWinner.com forward slash coaching for more information. Also note that all Audible recommendations are linked in the show notes, okay? And you can also try Audible for free. So make sure to click the link below. Please remember to leave a five-star rating, a comment, and share with everyone you know across all your social media platforms. And family, I also want to tell you that someone blessed the Living Her Truth podcast with its first donation. So I just want to thank you guys for your support. And if you would like to support the Living Her Truth podcast by giving a monetary donation, in any amount that you are comfortable with, then please click the donate button below that's in the show notes. Family, as you know, I set a lot to go to touch 1 million hearts within the next two years, and I can only do it with your help. So please remember to download each episode, share, and talk about living her truth with everyone you know. And family, I appreciate you. My heart is filled with so much gratitude. And until next time, always remember that you are enough and your truth is beautiful.